Hi, this is on Abbas Hussein here from Seconds Out. I'm here with Daniel Dubois. Daniel, first of all, I've interviewed you many times. Today's the first time I'm going to say to you that you're looking slick. I've seen you on TV today with a nice three-piece suit on and some lines to start off the rivalry. Yeah. I'm going to put you to sleep, bring your sleeping bag was the lines. I like that. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm, I'm feeling well. I'm feeling ready up for a good night. I'm, you know, I'm just excited to be announcing this fight and yeah, we're roll on. Uh, Daniel, let's talk about obviously yourself and Joe Joyce. There's been a lot of history with you guys. Uh, I saw O'Hara Davies put something up today saying that I was in Sheffield. I've seen this guy spot many a times yeah. in the past. Um, just talk to me about how well you know him as a fighter. What do you make of him as a professional? You know, he's he's on his he does his thing. He's you know a little bit different, and um, yeah, we got history. We sparred a few quite a few times up in Sheffield, although I was only 17 years old at the time and I was just a kid, you know, I just, you know, I'm a different animal now and come the fight now I'm going to put him to sleep and, you know, solidify my position as a world title contender. Obviously Joe's a, a silver medalist and he's doing well in, in regards to professional boxing, but do you reckon in regards to professional boxing that you've surpassed him with the fights that you've had and sort of the victories yeah. that you've had? Yeah, I'm a better fighter than him. You know, period. It's, I'm a better fighter, and it's you know come you know come come down to not just boxing ability, but the will to win. And I'm really looking forward to this one. This is a fight I've been waiting for. The fight that's going to challenge myself and answer my own questions about what I can do. Uh, Daniel, before the Nathan Gorman fight, there was question marks regarding yourself, yeah. but with that performance, that. Like, with myself being around the boxing sort of field for a long time, I saw a lot of people become fans that night. Do you feel like you need that devastating performance again against Joe Joyce to win to win the rest of them over? Well, yeah, exactly. I think he's the fans as well are going to become my fans, and then afterwards, you know, we, we take on whoever's next. This is how boxing works, so I'm really not no surprises. Um, talking about this fight, it's on box office pay per view, your first pay per view fight. Um, Talk to me about that. Is there any pressure regarding that? Do you feel anything different compared to a normal fight? No, it's um, uh, been been a long time coming, you know, from the day I started this to to today, and um, there we are. There we are. And obviously, winning this fight for yourself, this puts you forward for you know world title contention. You're 22 years old. Um, is there any rush for you to be pushing on and fighting these fighters, the top 10 fighters? Well. If you look at Tyson, he was Mike Tyson, yeah. he was world champion at 20, so I'm 22, so we're going to see if, you know, I'm ready or not, and I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking forward to proving I am. Talking about Mike Tyson, uh, I spoke to Anthony Joshua a couple of years ago, whilst he was in the same sort of phase that you were in, and I asked him, you know, which fighters did you used to watch when growing up, and he, he sort of pointed out Mike Tyson, I want to ask you the same question, when growing up, who was your fighter that you used to watch? Well, it goes without saying, Mike, Mike Tyson. Um, the only, you know, he sort of, he became boxing for a while when he was reigning. He was boxing. And I, I just, um, you know, I did my best. As an amateur, I used to look forward to trying to copy his moves and try him out. And, um, you know, no other fighter really excited me the way he has. He did. So, just looking forward to leaving my mark on this sport as well. I just want to move away from your fight. Just want a quick prediction, a few predictions from yourself. Tyson Fury fighting Deontay Wilder. In the rematch, a lot of people saw him winning the first fight. It was called a draw. Give me your opinion on the rematch. How do you see that fight playing out? Um, 
the winner, I don't, I don't really, I haven't really um, studied it as, as, as such. I think it's going to be a great contest either way, and they're going to give it all the, the, everything they got. And um, may the best man win. I can't, I can't name one. Just, just one thing about the fight, Deontay Wilder. Do you feel like he's the hardest punching heavyweight out there? Apart from yourself, obviously, but do you feel like he's the hardest punching heavyweight out there? Quite possibly. I think he's proven it is by his track record so far that he is. Um, Yes, yeah, it's, it's wild. It's wild. Daniel Dubois, final words you want to say to the fans, people that are going to be tuning in on BT Sport box office and also coming to the O2 on the night. No, if you want to see a proper fight, you've got to tune into this one. This is going to be, you know, amazing night of boxing, and you know, come on, come in, come and watch this this fight because you know what, I'm going to knock out Joe and you know finish him and put him to sleep, and it's going to be exciting while it lasts. Actually, one last thing. I'm so sorry. I see a lot of things on social media regarding the fight. fight. A lot of people are comparing it to when AJ fought Didion White. So the same sort of phase of your career, whatever. Do, do you see that similarity there? Yes, it is that sort of fight. You could go even further. Lennox vs Gary Mason. Yeah. Um, there's so many other fighters that have reached this point in their career where they need a win that's going to propel them forwards you know, massively. And this is the one. Cool. Daniel Dubois, thank you very much for talking seconds out. Appreciate that, bro. Thank you. Tickets go on sale, I think I'm right in saying, at midday today. It's going to be a hot ticket, it's going to be a great fight, Frank. It's a fantastic fight. You have two undefeated heavyweights uh, who, at an early stage of their career, have agreed to fight each other. How often does that happen? And quality, quality all the way through. It's going to be a sensational fight for the day. Two undefeated fighters. Joe has not lost in 10, Daniel not lost in 14, both of them with a terrific knockout ratio as well. Daniel, 13 knockouts in those 14 wins, and Joe with nine out of 10. And uh, I don't know how the bookies have actually got it, so I've not checked that one yet, but I'm sure it's uh, what people in the trade say and in the gambling business say is a pick and fight, Frank. Well, everybody's got an opinion about it. We'll hear about those as we develop the press conference we wrote, but um, it is what it is, you know, and especially your big, big guys like this, big, powerful heavyweights who have got dynamite in each hand. They let those punches go, anything. So it's going to be, you know, as you say, people not picking them, they've got a view, I've got my view, and Sam's got his view, you've got yours, etc. And that's why it's going to be such a sensational fight. Because a lot of people you can't pick. British title, Commonwealth title, WB Silver Belt, yep. WBO International. Yep. So there is a lot at stake. I mean, what, what's, at stake, what's at stake here is the winner of this fight will become a mandatory challenger. We've got a very busy next or late months, but very busy with uh, Anthony Joshua's going to have to have two mandatories. We've got Tyson fighting on the 22nd of February against Deontay Wilder. You know, the two best heavyweights in the world fighting each other. They're going to have a rematch if they lose or decide what to call it on. So, by the time all that dust settles, you're going to be number one. One of these was going to be the mandatory challenger. So, they're looking realistically at a, a world title shot within a year. Yeah, absolutely. And that's it. That's why they're stepping up to the plate. That's why they're making it happen. Everybody realizes that. This is the, this is the fight that's going to get you the prize. Well, I, I know you've been doing a, a 
a whirlwind tour of various media engagements, ITV breakfast program, and then with Talk Sport. So I guess you've both had things to say, but let's uh, now hear from the two fighters. Do feel free to talk to each other as well. Joe, first off, what do you make of this? Uh, it's a massive fight, and I really can't wait to knock him out. A simple as that. Simple as that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Frank kidnapped me. When, he he kidnapped me when the, the British boxing When the British boxing board of control. From the GB when the British boxing board of control. Let me finish. When the boxing board of control put this fight out last year, he didn't pull out. Because who had he? Who did he have on his CV? Joe was fighting. Joe was fighting. What, what Joe benefit was, fighting, was it for me? What benefit was it for Joe? Now, now however, he brings something to the table. So. Well, there you go. He's like bringing something to the table because it's of the be all your dynamic fault, Frank. It's going to be all your fault, Mrs. as well. You're well, going to watch him unravel like a cheap Andrex, Andrex we'll roll. What's that again? He's going to unravel. He's, too, he's, he's, not, ready for, he's not ready for this. Well, you know. Bruce. What do I know? I've only been in the business five minutes. Bruce is me. You make the Titanic sink. 
Oh, we're going to no, I'm going to learn every day. I was not, I was. Bruce Ismay made the, made the captain of the Titanic speed up the ship and he didn't avoid the iceberg. Same thing's going to happen to you. Yeah, the, the only Bruce you're going to think about is Bruce Lee. Your name's Bruce. As, as that kung, you're going to turn around and say, what kung fu that? Your name is Bruce. Out on the floor. Your name is Bruce. Here we go. At least Frank's decided who he's promoting in this fight. I'm Joe's promoter and I'm his manager. Listen, it's ridiculous. The bigger they are, the harder they fall. Listen to this. Before this fight, hold it down. Let's flip a coin. Who's going to go first on the poster? Trust me, we could have put our foot down. We didn't. Joe's confident in taking this guy out. He's being absolutely nobody. You didn't stay. You didn't stay on the Olympic team and the GB team because you couldn't beat Fraser. When I beat him, when I beat him, then you'll say I beat him. You're not going to beat him. You're going to unravel. When I beat him, then you'll say I beat him. You're going to unravel, Danny. You're a good fighter. You're a good fighter. You've got great potential. You can come back afterwards. No problem. You're going to unravel in this fight. No, this is a great fight. This is a great this is fight. a great fight. We'll see. One thing's for sure: on the night, there's no getting away from this. Now this fight's on. It's there. All the talk we can say all we got to say. The boys can say what they're going to say today. But on the night, when the reality sets in, yeah, when the reality we'll sets in, Daniel, when, the when you get hit in. back for the first time in I've your life, I've been doing this that, my whole that life. Poor, that poor guy I've been doing they, this my whole life. I'm nothing. That, nothing that, new that poor guy that they, that they got Richard, Richard, like Richard Lartey, that wasn't. This is a real. This is a real guy hitting you back. You've never been hit on the whiskers. And neither have you been hit. You don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what you're talking about. He's got a good right hook. Yeah. He's got a good. He's got a good right hand, but we don't know what it's for. Yeah, yeah. It's stronger than the left. It's stronger than the left. I lied on the other side. Good. That was a good one for you, Bruce. No problem. Let's carry on. Don't worry about Bruce. While we're sort of referring vaguely to training. Adam Booth no longer part of the setup? Yeah, we don't want to divulge into that too much. Joe's going to go and do his training camp in Las Vegas in the best facilities in the world, and he's going to come back and he's going to be the best Joe Joyce on the night. There's going to be zero excuses in this fight. That's great. Yeah, it's very important I get this right. Has, it, has there been a fallout with Adam? No, not at all. Not at all. Not remotely. I know people usually say, that, oh, there's a fallout. There's zero fallouts. Joe just needs to be away. Joe's better when he is away, when he trains away. So we need the best Joe Joyce. We're not taking him lightly. Daniel, I've said this before, all the... We can say whatever we like. I respect him because he's a great fighter. He's 22 years old. He stepped up to the plate. Not many people would do that. They're both at different stages of their career. I believe a loss would damage Joe a lot more than it would Daniel. That's what I honest, honestly believe. And Joe needs to be the best he's, he's, he's ever been. Joe needs right. to show more than he's ever showed before, and he will. Yeah. And that's motivation. And you also have to show it as well. Knocking Fujimoto out isn't going to do nothing for Don't you against him. Why do you keep focus, focusing on him Because you, you brought Fujimoto. He's, he's a colourful character. Fight, he's 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 you, 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 brought, you brought that poor Every guy. Every fighter has up and coming fights. Yeah. You, you, you brought that yeah. for a WBC silver title against him. Come oh. on, Daniel. He brought him to Winter Wonderland. He ate a bacon sandwich and he threw one punch and got knocked out. It's the worst fight I've ever seen in my life. Real? Was it really? It was the worst I've ever seen in my life. The poor guy. Yeah, you've only had a life. I feel sorry for him. Yeah, well, anyway, you, well, you feel sorry. L listen, you save all your sorrow for the night. There's going to be no sorrow. Gonna need, you're going to be so there's sorry. There's going to be champagne poppers, and you're going to get through a whole pack of Imodium for that fight, Frank. Hundred percent. Whole, whole. Knock out. Knock out. Outside the ring for Joe. There's going to be no stretchers involved. Daniel Dubois, 22-year-old Daniel Dubois. There's going to be no stretcher. Frank's going to need nappies. He's never been in a fight like me before. That's why, that's why I'm going to... I've heard all about you, Dan. You went to the ABA final and you bottled it in the final. You left 
Tell me that wasn't true. You went to the ABA final. You saw the final, the, the, the competitor in the final. You thought, oh, I'm not ready for that. Yeah, yeah, you didn't oh, pull yeah, out yeah, from the field. You weren't. A cough and a, don't be ridiculous. Yeah. We know all about you, Daniel. We're not. This is not ABAs. This is pro stuff. It's not if it's pro. He's not. He's he's 22 years of age. When they sparred, how old were you at the time? Was you 26, Joe? Something like that. He's just a man. Fighting at oh, 17 so. years of age. He's a boy. Still a boy. Yeah, no, he helped me, he helped me long. A big boy, but he's a boy. Gonna, he's going to turn into an old man in the ring. You're going to see him. Okay, we'll, 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 see, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll not see turning into an old not man. Yet. We'll see that. When you get hit back on the, on the chops. You know, there's plenty gonna, of him yeah, to hit. I see a massive target, and I'm just going to let loose. You're not exactly a small target, are you? I'm just going to just wind him up and bring him in. Okay, 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 we'll see. You're in for a great fight. If you don't buy this fight, you're crazy. <laughs> Words fail me. Oh, it's, yeah. uh, it, it's, it, it is a fight, uh, Frank, which sells itself, doesn't it? Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah. you can, I'm sure Joe genuinely believes he's going to win it. And there are plenty of people out there you who know, think the same. <coughs> Likewise, Daniel. And that's the definition can, of a good fight. You know, you can all talk. That's, that is what good fighters have. They have self-belief. They're putting it on the line. They're getting in there. As I say, early stages of their career, they're getting in and they're going to make it happen. This is going to be, I think, a special fight. It's going to be a great fight. Fight of the year candidate. I really do think it's going to be a fight of the year candidate. But look at their, both of their styles. It's only going one way. It's not going to points, is it? No. Someone, someone's getting knocked out. It's as simple as that. Exactly. And it's not going to be me. It's going to be you, my friend. No, you're going to have to pick him up. I can't you're pick him up. He's a big boy. Go on. I'll help pick you up bring, afterwards, though. Bring no some problem. help. Bring some help. <laughs> Tickets available at midday, 11th of April at the yep. O2 Arena. Yep. And uh, it, it's, as Sam says, it could potentially turn out to be one of the fights of the year. And I mean, you, you look at prospects, and we were talking, I was talking with Colin, Colin Hart and one or two others beforehand, and trying to think back to fights of this kind of magnitude yep. between prospects. And I mean, Colin was going back to the 1960s. Yeah. Billy Walker, yeah. Johnny yeah. Pritchard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a fact of life. Prescott, I beg your pardon, Prescott. And, uh, and you know, I mean, you, you think of Lennox Lewis and Gary Mason, more recent memory. They were, they were all, all of those fights were good fights. And, that, and, and, you know, when you think about it, when you, and you look at some of these things, and you look at, you think to yourself, how rarely it, it occurs. You know, we all know Joe's got, got a fantastic pedigree as well. Done the country proud, silver medal. Um, it, it speaks for itself. All that speaks for itself. And this, this is the, the new kid on the block. This is the guy who's everyone's talking about. Anyone who knows anything about boxing, you hear what they've got to say about him. Anyone. Oh, you, all, you, all you guys, you voted him best young fighter yeah. of the year. Yeah. That's what the press did. And he is. Sorry, Daniel, are you going to say something? I'm, I'm determined to make sure this, this is my area. This is my area of boxing, and I dominate, you know, after this one. And I move up the ladder. Not only that, just take his scope, and all these fans, they become my fans after this fight. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll see, innit? Well, yeah, we are, because, you know, it's, gonna, it's coming, you know. It's on. It's yeah, on. You, it's, it is on. It is very much on. We signed before you. That's the relevance. We you. We sound like we got, and we got some last, ridiculous terms in there year. as well. We, we've got rid of it because we want to give the fans a it's great fight. I, you know, you know, it isn't, it isn't yeah, about you know what, what's, what's Listen, on paper. It's about two men having a fight and made the best man win. But I know I'm going to be the best. Yeah, I'm going to come out on top. 100%. We'll see. 
Well, yes, uh, you know, it's important to have a belief, but um, I believe I'm going to do the job. And uh, it's going to be a great fight. I look forward to it. You're getting destroyed. Huh? You're getting knocked out. You've been watching that promo against destroyed. Nathan Borman too much, rehearsing it. You no, yeah, this is ridiculous. You know what? Come on. This is his new chapter. Yeah, this is the next step in my career. Yeah. And I've got us, you know, move through Joe and take him out in good fashion. And What are you going to do after Joe, Daniel? What's your plan after Joe? Let's, let's get this one on. What's your plan after Joe? Well title. There'll be some face-to-face uh, -face photograph opportunities coming up in a moment or two, which will be interesting, I suspect. You've already had a one or two one-on-one -on -one interviews, and uh, that will continue. And the uh, newspaper boys will have the opportunity to do sit-down interviews with the guys as well. Uh, but in the meantime, any questions briefly from the floor? You want to wind them up a bit more? Anybody? How much are you ring size, Pardon? How much are you ring size? How much are you ring size? How much are you ring size? 200 quid? 400. 400 quid even. To you, 400 quid. I thought you said 200. Hello? I'm going to do you a favour because you can't see your son after he's been knocked out. You, you'll spare spare the heartache. You'll be spared the heartache. Yeah. Oh, aren't you nice? What, what, what happen if you, you know, um, what do you mean? Well, if he's ill, if he, if Ivan will ill, I won't let Ivan fight if they're ill. That's a fact because you want to. They want to be a hundred percent. There's not going to be no pulling out. I'm going to be hundred percent for this fight. This is all meant to be. This is, you know. Fate and I believe in, you know, from my dad set me on this journey since I was a, a young kid. This is this is all part of it. Both of us, you know, we talk about it every day. Any other questions? Anybody? Yeah, Ronald. Dan, you went the Very confident, but I don't feel it's going to go the distance. I know it ain't going to go the distance. This one, he's going to get taken out way before then, and it's going to be in you know devastating fashion as I've showed before. And he's going to sleep, as I said. And if that doesn't work, then what are you going to do? It will work. You've got one it way to work. win, Daniel. You've got one way to win, so you better make sure it happens. You're not winning, not, you're... I won't miss. Yeah, 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 I won't miss yeah, him. Yeah. He's just too... He ain't going to miss either. He's there, so I'm going to... I mean, you're going to get plenty back in the chops. <laughs> plenty back. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun. It's good. Yeah. I look forward to it. Fun. Not you're getting you taken out. out in style. Huh? You're going to get taken out. Oh, yeah, well, we'll see. Honestly. We'll take you out for a steak after the fight, Daniel. Yeah. And we can discuss your move back. Maybe a cold one for your like, eyes. Wreck him. Yeah. Your man's going to get wrecked. We, we can, we can, we can discuss your path, your path back afterwards, your building process. You can have a rematch with Tom. No, you can make all like these that. statements. Make them statements. No because on fight night, you're, you're going no to see It's all Frank's fault. You can blame Frank for this afterwards. It's going to be oh, all Frank's fault. Why did you do this? Yeah, why did you do this, Frank? He wasn't ready. Any more for any more? Yeah, it's going to happen. I didn't think he was ready. We wouldn't be making a fight. Nah, That's you, where we're at. We're on it. No, no, no.
He's on it. You're on it. It's gonna Let's be a, go. This Let's is fantastic go. for both you guys. Both of you stepping up to the plate. This is brilliant. This is what boxing's all about. Absolutely. And tickets are on sale pretty much now. Lovely. So we're going to go and do a yeah. sit-down now. Right. Sit-downs with Dev. Uh, that's for the uh, newspaper writers, please. Could you follow Dev wherever he's going? Uh, fighters, please go with photos Ben. First. Fighters and uh, here. And we'll do uh, photographs, presumably. And uh, the YouTube guys, if you can stay here, that uh, should work nicely. Thank you very much. Thank you. So it's official. Daniel Dubois versus Joe Joyce is on. The fight will take place on April 11th at the O2 Arena in London. And it will be shown live and exclusive on BT Sport box office. This is a great matchup between two unbeaten heavyweight prospects. I will be purchasing this fight on pay-per-view. Absolutely no problem at all. However, I do have to point out that the promoter of this event, Frank Warren, has exposed himself as a monumental hypocrite once again. Because he slated the Anthony Joshua Dylan White fight for being on pay-per-view. That, was, of course, was a fight for the British heavyweight title. He slated it for being on pay-per-view. But yet, here we have him doing the exact same thing, putting Dubois versus Joyce on British heavyweight title fight, pay-per-view. And make no mistake about it, the AJ Dillon White fight was a much bigger fight than this. So Frank Warren has got a lot of questions to answer, and hopefully one of these boxing interviewers is going to confront Frank Warren about this. But anyway, moving on from all that to the fight itself. Well, the pair of them have been on Good Morning Britain and they engaged in some absolutely horrendous trash talk. <laughs> but what they lack in charisma, they both make up for in fighting ability. Joe Joyce, the older of the two, the more experienced amateur, he fought around the world in the highest level amateur tournaments. He beat some of the best amateurs around. He was also in the World Series of Boxing. Daniel Dubois, on the other hand, he has been boxing from a young age, but he didn't have many senior bouts. Most of his bouts were as a junior. As a senior, he didn't have many. He decided to turn professional quite early, well, very early, actually, at the age of 18. I say very early, at least for the UK, because there are parts of the world like Mexico where people turn pro at like 15 years old. But yeah, certainly for a, a British fighter, 18 is pretty early. In fact, can you get a professional license in the UK below the age of 18? I don't think you can, can you? Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, the fight itself, interesting. Daniel Dubois, on all the polls I've seen, is a big favorite among the fans. I'm going to be interested to see what the bookies have him as. If they've got him as a big favorite too. But certainly among the fans, the vast majority of people are picking Daniel Dubois in this one. And they're actually picking Dubois by knockout. Dubois is the faster of the two. Not like he's fast for a heavyweight because Dubois is not fast. But compared to Joe Joyce, who is as slow as a glacier, he makes Dubois look like Sugar Ray Leonard or something. So Dubois, not particularly fast, but certainly faster than Joe Joyce. Got a good jab, good power. He is a little stiff in his movement. We haven't seen if he's got any kind of back foot game. 
Will Joe Joyce be able to put Daniel Dubois in the back foot? Now, Dubois can box at long range, we know that, but that's different than a back foot game. When a guy is coming forward and putting pressure on you and forcing you to go backwards, that's when we see if you've got a back foot game. And is that going to be Joe Joyce's game plan? Joe Joyce has a notoriously good engine, so very high work rate. But Daniel Dubois' work rate ain't bad either. I've seen some people question that Dubois' work rate and stamina, but I was impressed by the number of punches that Dubois was able to throw in the Kevin Johnson fight. I know it's just Kevin Johnson, you know, he's just a journeyman at this stage. But still, Dubois was able to throw a lot of punches against that guy and, you know, was bouncing around the ring. And for a guy of his size, to me, that was impressive because he didn't look, you know, extra sluggish in the later rounds and uh, whatever because of the fact he was throwing so many shots. So, yeah, I haven't seen anything of Dubois to make me question his stamina. But again, when you're up against the punch bag like Kevin Johnson, no disrespect, you can go at your own pace. Whereas if you're fighting Joe Joyce, he might push the pace and get you to work more than you want to. And perhaps he can, you know, use that to wear Daniel Dubois out. But Dubois, of course, a lot of punching power. Joyce has seemed easy to hit. Even though he hasn't fought anybody particularly great so far in his pro career, his two best wins were over Berman Stavern and Brian Jennings. And the Jennings win, a lot of people feel like that was a bit iffy in terms of did he deserve the decision. But in the Jennings fight, he got hit a lot. In the Berman Stavern fight, even though he stopped Stavern, he got hit with quite a few shots. If he's getting hit like that against those guys, what's going to happen when he gets hit by Daniel Dubois with Dubois' big power? So it's a very intriguing matchup. Um, I can see why people are picking Daniel Dubois because he looks the more impressive. You know, when you, when you just go by the eye test, Dubois looks a far more impressive fighter. But you can't ignore Joyce's resume in the World Series of Boxing and as an amateur. Remember, the World Series of Boxing is almost like a halfway house between amateur boxing and pro boxing. And you look at the people he beat in there, people like Philip Hergovich, like, it's not an accident. He's beaten loads of people, Joe Joyce. He's beaten loads of people who look way better than him on the eye test. Do you understand? So how is he doing it? <laughs> he, based upon the way his style looks in the ring, he shouldn't be able to beat those guys, but he has. So we have to face facts and realize that Joe Joyce is better than he looks. But even with that being said, is he good enough to beat Daniel Dubois? These are the, the questions we have. It's going to be fascinating to find out in the ring. Now, as far as how well this fight's going to do on box office, well, probably not very well. First of all, neither of these guys are household names, hence why they're throwing them straight on uh, Good Morning Britain to try and raise their profiles. Obviously, the, the trash talk is not really going to uh, win too many uh, you know, customers. But hopefully Sam Jones, who is a bit better at trash talk, and he's certainly uh, a controversial figure in UK boxing, Sam Jones might be able to hype it up with some of his uh, sound bites and what have you. But also an another issue for this fight, aside from the fact that neither of the two fighters are stars in the UK, is the fact that it's sandwiched between the Anthony Joshua fight against Kubrat Pulev and Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder. So this fight will come in between them. 
Now, there is a little bit of leeway, obviously, because the AJ fight, they're looking to do that when early June and the uh, the thingy fight, the uh, Wilder Fury fight is obviously later on this month. Oh, there's another one I forgot to mention, Dylan White. So that fight is going to be, I'm guessing around May, April, May, around that time. So yeah, the boxing fans are going to have to potentially choose between whether they want to buy uh, Dubois versus Joyce or Dylan White versus Povetkin. Personally, I like the Dubois versus Joyce fight better than Dylan White versus Povetkin. But Dylan White is a bigger name. In fact, Povetkin is probably a bigger name than both these guys because of the fact that he fought Joshua. So, uh, yeah, anyway, let me know what you guys think in the comments section below about this fight. How do you see it going? Uh, who will you be picking and why? I'm particularly interested to hear from the people picking Joe Joyce because, again, the vast majority of people seem to be going for Dubois. But those of you picking Joyce, tell me how you see the fight playing out. Don't just tell me that you think Joyce is going to win. Tell me how you see the fight playing out. Like, how's Joyce going to avoid Dubois' power? Maybe he'll just be able to take it. What kind of strategy is he going to employ? Do you expect Joe Joyce to be pushing Dubois back? Do you expect him to be kind of boxing with Dubois a little bit? I think early on, personally, Joyce will be a bit more careful than we've normally seen him in terms of his defense. And I think he'll be using his jab a lot more as well because Daniel Dubois has got a good jab, but Joe Joyce's jab is pretty good as well. Don't forget about Joyce. Don't sleep on Joyce's jab, you know. Joyce has got a pretty good jab. He's consistent with it. In fact, if you go back and look at a lot of his amateur fights, he uses his jab very well. Uh, Joyce, again, it's an ugly-ass jab. <laughs> a jab looks hella ugly, right? <laughs> but it is effective. He throws it a lot, and he's got quite a long reach, Joe Joyce. I don't think there's going to be much difference between the, the reach or the arm length between Joe Joyce and Daniel Dubois. So... Keep an eye out for Joe Joyce's jab. And particularly if he throws the jab and brings it right back to guard his head because in much of Joe Joyce's amateur career, he would fight with a high guard, yeah? So he'd throw that jab and bring it right back to avoid being counted with right hands over the top. So look for Joe Joyce to do that. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, I was asking you guys, those of you who are picking Joyce, to tell me how you see the fight playing out. You know, what kind of patterns is is the fight going to follow? How is it going to ebb and flow? And what's the result going to be? Let me know in the comment section below, people. Great heavyweight matchup. It's happening out. Join me on Patreon. I upload a minimum of two podcasts every single week, covering a wide variety of controversial topics, as well as live stream Q&A sessions. Take a look on screen right now at some of the podcasts I've produced so far. For just $3 a month, the equivalent of about £2 a month, you get access to all my new podcasts and my entire back catalogue of past podcasts, including my popular Confessions of a Nightclub Bouncer series. This is Ryan Elliott for Boxing Social in association with Betfred. We just concluded the press conference ahead of Daniel Dubois versus Joe Joyce. Bit of a push and a shove, Joe, what happened there? Yeah, I mean, it's a big fight and, um, you know, it's getting a bit tasty. Like, I've seen what, uh, what kind of metal he has and, um, you know, it's going to be a good fight. He's got, you know, like, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it and I'm going to train hard and get the win, get the stoppage. 
Sam, this has been bubbling up nicely all day. You've been doing the press this morning, the press conference there, plenty of words exchanged, and then obviously the push there and the head-to-head. Did you expect that at all from Daniel? I didn't expect that, to be honest. I knew, like, there was, as I say, you can feel it heating up because both boys think they can win. Do you know what I mean? It's not very often, like, some fights, you don't get that feeling. In this fight, you can see he clearly thinks, I think he's worried, personally. I think, he's, I think he knows he's in a real fight this time. This isn't, this isn't a joke fight. Joe believes he's going to win. This is what makes great fights and great nights for the fans. And as I say, both both boys need credit um, for making this fight. Joe, one thing we heard said in the press conference there was that Daniel can only win one way in this fight. Do you believe that? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's his first real fight. And, um, you know, it's a big, massive step up for him. Like, obviously, my pedigree, um, you know, which which Warren mentioned is going to be a... One of the key factors, like my, my experience and that, and my engine and my work rate and my my, my endurance and my um, my toughness, because you know I might have to take a few shots, to a few heavy shots. I might even have to get back, but I'm um, I'm going to find a way to win and I'm going to beat him. Sam, just to go back to you, can you see any possible way that this isn't a great fight for the fans? No, it's, you know it's going to be a great fight. Whether it lasts through two, three, four rounds, 12 rounds, it's going to be a great fight. Joe's style and Daniel's style will gel very nicely. And, I, I, and as I say, I wholeheartedly believe, I'm not just saying this, I know people will say this, but I believe, I believe Joe Joyce is going to win. Experience is going to be key in this fight. And, and as I said before, Joe might have to get up off the floor in this fight. He is under no illusions that he may have to get up off the floor to win this fight. But that's what great fighters do, and I believe Joe's a great fighter. Joe, oh, <laughs> sure, just to touch on your training situation, obviously you're no longer going to be working with Adam Booth. Can you just talk to me about that relationship sort of coming to an end and where we can expect to see you go from here? Um, yeah, so, I mean, Adam Adam is a great trainer and, and I, you know, I've got a love for the team and, and um, you know, H and Charlie for giving me pads and, and, you know, the rest of the teammates. But this is such a massive fight and, um, you know, it's pivotal for my career and I think... Um, that my best, I'm, I'm best when I'm away from home, um, and especially in somewhere hot. And so we're gonna we're gonna take the flight to Vegas tomorrow morning, and uh, just straight into training camp. And caveman style, he's gonna come back, no haircuts, nothing. Just going there for he's well, going there I to don't train. Know, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> we're gonna go there. He's gonna train. He's gonna train very well. We've got a great setup already planned, and Joe's gonna come back with no excuses and just in the best shape of his career. We expect some sparring with uh, your your young heavyweight prodigy, Gaido Vianello. Sparring with us, that's telling. Nah, but we we got we got, got um, Sam sparring. Sam's got some great sparring plans, some top level sparring partners, and uh, you know we're gonna make sure we're gonna tick all the boxes, make sure we get everything right in camp, so that you know after the fight, um, we've d- did every I've done everything, and I'm 100 percent going in, and uh, just take take that uh, take that take it uh, with both hands and. Uh, become victorious and it'll, feel, it'll be such a good feeling when I beat Daniel What does a win do for you here Joe? Obviously you two guys were fairly close to getting to the top of the heavyweight scene you could have been manoeuvred a lot easier it's fair to say you've both decided to take this fight does this catapult you right into that top mix? Yeah definitely I mean it's a, he's, he's been built very well um, by Warren and uh, me taking that spot as well as the, the uh, BT top spot is only going to have like you know, a massive effect for my career and the future fights. You see, um, Frank was talking about a world title shot straight after, could potentially. So um, it's going to be a big year, 2020. Sam, do you second that as your man potentially one step away from a world title shot? Do you know what it is? 
it's not in the heavyweight division. You've got to be realistic. Wilder's going to have a couple more fights. I think Fury's not going to be around in boxing much longer. I think he's going to. I think it's all about motivation for Tyson. I, I'd love to Joe to fight Tyson because it's it's that's like the pinnacle of boxing. Do you know what I mean? He's the best heavyweight in the world. So that's what I think Joe wants. He wants to be tested against the best. So if we're not going to get those fights for world titles, let's make the best fights possible. That's what's going to get him motivated. I've never seen him so motivated ever for a, for a fight. As, as I said before, I'll, I'll be honest. When I said Marco Hockey, he's just like really. And he, he's, he, it's, it's not motivating. He, he, he wanted to. He was 100% going to go there and do a job, yeah. But in this fight now, Joe knows he has to be at his best to win this fight. Otherwise, he's not going to win. Because we rate Daniel. We both rate Daniel. But I'm telling you, he's not ready for this man. And this man is going to go on and be, go on and beat him. Joe, just to get your thoughts on a couple of other heavy fight, heavyweight fights that are taking place. First one, end of the month, Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, the rematch. How do you see the rematch playing out in your mind? Um, I think it'll be similar to the first one. I thought obviously Tyson won that one, um, but I think this time, but it's it's a, a big it's a big fight. It's a massive fight. It's risky as well, um, and I think Wilder normally with his second fights he tends to get them out there sooner. So um, Fury might have to pick himself off off the floor again, and um, you know he's just gonna he's definitely gonna outbox him as usual. But it's you know it's a tough fight. It's, I think, I don't know if I'm right on this, but every time Fury's had a rematch, I think he, he fought John McDermott twice, points the first one, which was a bit contentious, but I think Tyson won, I remember watching it. He knocked him out the second time. Chisora, first fight, points, second fight, knockout. So Tyson himself's got a good uh, record in rematches. Deontay Wilder, we all know what he is. He's a, well, he's a horrible, horrible individual, isn't he? And he's a scary, scary man. And you've got the most exciting heavyweight in the world, We've got to say that currently, against the the, the, most, the most the most skillful, yeah. And so you got to say you know what you're getting with that fight. And as I say, apart from that, this is the best heavyweight heavyweight fight that's happening, that's scheduled, in my opinion. And one guy I want to get your thoughts on, Frelati Gojo. I was up with your mate Fraser Clark up in Sheffield a couple of days ago for the announcement of the Team GB squad looking to qualify for Tokyo 2020. Obviously, 2012, he missed out to Anthony Joshua. 2016, he missed out to yourself. For your mate Fraser Clark, do you feel it's a perfect time now for him to go on and achieve Olympic glory in, in the summer? Oh, yeah, I've got, you know, massive love and respect for Fraser, man. I hope he, he gets, a, you know, gets qualified, qualified first, then he's, uh, you know, go on to medal and then make that medal a gold medal. Um, I've got uh, great faith in him, and he's, you know, he's um, like he was the first on the squad. He's been there the longest, and um, you know, he better be there for a reason, and he better come back with a me uh, with a medal. And I have faith, great faith, in he'll do the job. And last one before I let you go, I promise. A fight we are expecting. Someone you've shared a ring of, Alexander Rusik. It looks like he's going to be facing Derek Chisora. How do you see that fight playing out? And you've shared the ring of him. What makes Alexander Rusik such a special fighter? Yeah, he's um, he's just so so skillful. Like Lomachenko, the same coaches and that he comes. You know, he's got good head movement. He's got good boxing IQ, and he can just avoid shots. And like, I remember in WSB, um, he was just like he was like beating up, or, like because they had the catch weight with um, you know the super heavyweights with the heavies, and he was um, he was just punching up everyone. Measured off. I think his hardest fight was with me. And, um, you know, he's just too good, too skillful for me at the time. I was like still rip, even more robotic, I imagine. Um, <laughs> probably a bit quicker because of my age, but I don't know. But yeah, um, yeah, so I think um, we'll see how he gets on because uh, Chisora, you know, he can bang and he's a, he's a strong, durable heavyweight. So I don't think he's going to, 
I don't know if he's going to get. I don't think Usyk's going to be able to knock him out. Um, but he'll definitely be dancing rings around him. And um, points win, I think Usyk. Yeah. But it'll be difficult in spots because Chisora's kind of a bit rejuvenated at the moment. So I think that it's not going to be easy. But I think Usyk's going to win pretty comfortably on points. My opinion. I think, um, and also I think Usyk has got. He seems to be a bit slower, so maybe he's a bit heavy set and he's he's trying to build a bit more power. But um, obviously, being a bit heavier, he, he could be a bit slower, so he might be more susceptible to being hit. Well, Joe, thank you very much for your time and you, Sam. Best of luck, guys. We'll see you close at the fight. Abbas Hussein here from Seconds Out. I'm here with Joe Joyce. Joe, big suit, big announcement. Let's talk. Let's talk about the fight that's just been announced today. Daniel Dubois versus yourself. Talk to me about Daniel Dubois. You've had a lot of history with with this guy. You know, you've had a lot of sparring. Yeah. I've seen something from O'Hara Davies today where he said I was up in Sheffield a few years ago and I've seen this guy spar a lot. And it's going to be an exciting oh, fight. Yeah, yeah. Just talk to me about Daniel Dubois and what you've seen out of him as a professional and how he's progressed to become this British champion and Commonwealth champion. Yeah, so on GB, it's always like been uh, close. Like, it, it, I mean, he's good sparring and he. Uh, he was like being brought on and you know because he started when he was really young and he like helped me get ready for Rio so we did loads of rounds I mean he's a strong he's a really strong kid and I think he's um, you know improving all the time he's got some you know he knocks guys out he's got dynamite in both hands and um, he's moving in the right direction and I think um, the fight makes sense now you know he's got he's got stuff to offer me so um, you know, it's quite an easy fight to make in both being in the same stable and uh, we're just going to show who's number one. I look online and there's a lot of similarities with this fight with Anthony Joshua and Dillian White, pay-per-view, both are, you know, roughly at the same part of their career in regards to what you guys are. Um, do you see that similarity there where, you know, the AJ Dillian White fight, that first fight, and your guys fight, do you see something similar there? Yeah, now that you mention it, yeah, it's a, it's a big fight like that. And... Uh, yeah, for that obviously was a good step in both their careers, like to you know put them out there. So I think it'll do the same for both of us. Joe, obviously this is a pay-per-view fight, BT Sport box office, with obviously box office uh, tag that comes with it. Is there any pressure that you're feeling? Because obviously there's gonna be people paying for this fight, meaning that they want to see a performance or want to see some sort of fight that they'll be able to tune in again for. Um, is there a lot of pressure regarding this fight and it being pay-per-view? Uh, not really. I mean, people want to see this fight because um, if you've seen any of my fights or seen any of his fights, they're explosive fights and it normally ends up with, with a knockout. There's only two of our fights where there's not been a knockout, so it's going to be one to watch, one not to miss. This this looks like it is, like you said, it's going to end in a knockout. Um, what flaws do you see in Daniel Dubois? You know, you, I've seen you ringside for a few of his fights. What flaws do you see in him? I think he hasn't got the experience I've got. He's his career has been like easy, like quite easy fights, and you know he's obviously he's got time to like build up and, and stuff. But I mean, look at the guys I've fought. Uh, you know, I've got winning records, and they're much uh, more established, like um, ex world champions, ex title contenders, etc. 
and also my experience as, as an amateur is obviously going to be key. But it's, you know, it's age versus experience. He's like a young fighter, young hungry lion. And um, it's going to be a tough fight, but that's what people want to see. I want to ask you uh, your relationship with Adam Booth. Are you still training with Adam Booth? I, I, sorry, I just sort of nosed into another interview and you weren't sure with that. Are you, are you still training with Adam Booth? Is he still your trainer? Uh, no, not at the moment, but there's going to be announcements about that soon. And, um, you know, I've decided to do my camp in America. Oh, okay. But, I mean, you know, um, love to Adam Booth and his team. I think, you know, I, I enjoy training there uh, in the gym and, I, you know, I learned some stuff. I learned some, a lot. I learned a lot. And, um, you know, I like the team there. But, um, I, you know, because this is such an important fight, um, I need to be at my best. And I think I perform best. Because all my camps have been like, like two of my uh, like my debut and my early fights have been in Vegas or away, so I think that when I'm at home, I don't know. I think with a home comforts, I think I do better like in the sunshine and and being away, away from it all. So that's what I'm going to do. That's going to be your well change of trainer three four times now. I think you had Ismail Salas, you had Abel Sanchez and the booth now the fourth one. Are you okay with adapting to different trainers? Because obviously this is a big fight. I was going to ask you the same thing about Tyson Fury, because Tyson Fury just uh, changed his trainer for a big fight. Yeah. Do you feel like they, you know, it, it is a risky move? Yeah, I mean, it's a risky fight. It's a risky move, but you know, I've got to do what I've got to do to um, to get the win. And um, I feel that this next move is going to be key to me winning the fight. So. George Joyce, how does this fight end on April 11th? I think late, late knockout, late stoppage by the juggernaut Joe Joyce. Final question, just want your prediction uh, on a big fight that's happening in a couple of weeks. Tyson Fury going back to the States, trying to get the belts that he should have won, a lot of people say, in that first fight against Deontay Wilder. Give me your opinion on the rematch. How do you see that fight playing out again? The rematch, I think it'll probably go, it'll probably go quite the same. Uh, so there'll be Fury out boxing Wilder, but then he's always got that finisher. And um, the thing is with Wilder, he's he's very patient, and normally the second fight, he normally gets him out, knocks him out a lot earlier. And just finally, Anthony Joshua um, sort of showed a different style against Andy Ruiz. What do you make of his difference in style in Saudi Arabia? And do you see him implementing that in the future? Um, yeah, I guess it's another a trick up his sleeve and I guess it's more of a like amateur style I think he's um, probably learnt learnt from that learnt from his mistakes and um, you know he didn't have to like he didn't have to get the knockout he could just like you know go 12 rounds and just outpoint him and, and that worked it made it a boring fight in the end but you know you got to do what you got to do he got all his belts back um, a shame Andy Ruiz didn't like turn up to fight he I mean, he turned up to fight, but he turned out out of shape. You know what I mean? Joe Joyce, 11th of April, we'll see you fight week. Thank you very much for the seconds out and good luck in your fight camp. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you. Andrew McCart, IFL TV in association with MTK Global. I'm here in Sheffield with me. I've got Matchroom's own Frank Smith. 
especially Frank Warner. Are you? <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Frank Smith. He's a bit, he's a bit older than me. He certainly is. You look way younger, I must yeah, admit. Yeah, good. Uh, but here in Sheffield. Nothing against him. No, de- of course not. Definitely not. Um, here in Sheffield, first show in the year in the UK. Kelbrook versus Mark DeLuca, Kid Galahad, and Moreiro, Terry Harper, and Volstrom. I mean, what a great card for Sheffield, isn't it? Yeah, and great. UK, I suppose. Yeah, great card. Great to be back in Sheffield. It's been a long time since we've been here. Kelbrook, you saw you saw the uh, you know at the weigh-in just now, the huge turnout. We must have had 500 people there. You know, great to have Kelbrook back. And a tough fight against Mark DeLuca, uh, Kid Galad, as you say, against Marrero. You got uh, Terry Harper is going to win, going for that big fight against Eva Wallstrom as well. And you know, huge cards were Dave Allen and a number of Martin Ward on there as well. So very exciting, good good start, good first show of the year to come back to the UK with. Is this a crossroads fight for Kel? If he loses, then is it? Is that him done, do you think? Or yeah. do you think he can come back from a loss? I mean, he has to put on a great performance, obviously, as well, doesn't he? Yeah, I think I think even for him, and he's, uh, you know, where he is at his own stage of life now, he knows he's got to go in there and do a job on this guy. And he knows he's got to perform and, you know, deliver a, a big win. So, you know, there's, there's a lot of pressure on him. But I think, as you say, this is the point where if he doesn't get the win, I don't think you'll see Kelbrook again. But... I think he's he knows where he's at. He knows what he can do. He st- he knows he's still got the ability. Look great up there. You know he's uh, in great shape. All the team around him say say he's had a great camp. So it's exciting. I think he's you know he's had a good long period, probably five months now, of back in the gym, dedicating himself um, and getting back to it. So you know th- there's big fights out there for him as well. Eddie Hearn in the press conference said that Terry Harper's becoming one of his favourite fighters, mm. and he's he's sort of toyed. I don't know if he's toyed with the idea, but he's definitely mentioned it. Like a possibility of Terry and Katie Taylor. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously you're quite close with Eddie, I believe. I believe you're friends. Allegedly. <laughs> I mean, is that is that a fight being discussed? Is that a, is that a, a legitimate fight that could happen? Yeah, I think definitely down the you know down the road. Terry's very early on in her career, and you know she's done very well. I think Katie has, uh, you know, Katie's sort of been one of the the names that has built female boxing to where it is now. Uh, you know, it's continuing to grow, which is great. And I think Terry is now continuing to build that. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge fight down the line. Down the line. Uh, Casey's got some big fights lined up already. You know, it looks like she's going to fight Amanda Serrano um, at the early part of this year. Then, you know, there's possibility against Cecilia Breakhouse, mm-hmm. other fights like that. And Terry's definitely won there. It's an exciting time for the female female boxing. Staying on Kate Taylor for a little bit, can we get an announcement on when Kate's fighting next? Will it be the Eastern Seaboard on the United States? Uh, it's all being worked on now. We're looking around the March April time um, for the for the big Amanda Serrano fight. So we're just figuring out. All I was kind of hoping it'd be St. Patrick's Day in New York or something. No, 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 no. I think Michael Conlon's yeah, fighting. Yeah, Michael Conlon's fighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, Kid Galahad as well. He's a co-main event of this, yeah. this thing. I mean, obviously, loads of people. But I think the majority of people might think that Kid Galahad won the, his fight against Josh Warrington. This is an IBF final eliminator. Yep. Being that if Kid Galahad comes through this fight, is that mm. is the, the rematch something you're going to chase for Kid? Yeah, there's definitely a possibility. You know, there's a lot of big fights out there for all of these guys. Uh, you know, I think I guess Josh Warrington will be fighting. Very, I think he boxed in October, didn't yeah, he? Yeah. Roughly. So I guess he'll be fighting soon. But yeah, that's definitely another fight down the line. I think Barry's got to go out there and look really impressive. Mm-hmm. But it's not an easy fight either on Saturday night. You know, Marrero looks very tough. Yeah. yeah, he looks he looks in good shape as well. Um, but you know, Barry's got to go out there and really perform and impress. And I, you know, I think he can do that. So exciting period for Barry in his career as well. I want to jump on to the heavyweights now. Then I mean, yeah. the heavyweight scene is buzzing at the moment. Mm. You know, what I mean, it's been a long time since. 
fans, boxing fans have been talking about the heavyweight division like we're talking about now with obviously Andy Ruiz beating Joshua last year in June, Joshua coming back and winning yeah. in Saudi Arabia, just being in Saudi Arabia as well for a heavyweight contest like that, there's obviously Gerald Miller signed with top rank now, you've got Wilder Fury coming up, I yeah. mean, how do you assess the heavyweight division right now? Dubois Joyce has well been announced today, I mean how do you assess the heavyweight division? Yeah very exciting, that's an exciting fight as well, Dubois against Joyce. Um, and it's a good that they're going in there early on in their careers, similar to what uh, Anthony Joshua and Dillian White did. It's a similar time in their careers to do that fight. Um, great time. Anthony Joshua is going to be back, looking like likely to be in the UK, uh, working through it now. Tottenham, possibly, possibly. <laughs> we've, got, we've, got, we've got, we've got, we've got, we've uh, got, we've got quite a few options in the UK, so we're working through that now. We're speaking to all of the uh, all of the stadium. Yeah, Pulev for the IB. Well, that's what you know. Deal's not completely done yet, but. IBF belt. That's the that's the fight next. Uh, you know you got the likes of Dillian White's going to come back. He obviously had his comeback fight on December seventh, but now going to headline another show very soon. Um, Usyk possibly against Chisora is another big fight. So yeah, very exciting time. Andy Ruiz. Let's see what he does. I don't know. Don't know where he's going. I guess he might headline his own show in the US. Um, you got a number number of big fights out. Jarrell Miller's just signed with Top Rank. Yep. So maybe that's a fight they're looking to do with. Uh, Tyson Fury down the road, who knows? But obviously with Gerald Miller, my pressure on that, well not, it's a tough question for you Frank, and hmm. you can say F you if you want, but Gerald Miller being a top rank, would you put him in with one of your heavyweights, even obviously with what happened with the drug test? I think the key, the, key, the, the key is with Gerald Miller, you know a lot of people questioned, that there is people who have failed drug tests in the past, who have come back and fought, and they've served time for that, you know like uh, British fighters, if they're if they're found guilty, they'll serve a period of time as a suspension. Be that six months, a year, two years, not up to me. It's up to the people who know what they're talking about with it. I think the the, the issue is with Jarrell Miller. He hasn't really served any time, and I'm not saying he should. Like, it's difficult for me to say he shouldn't fight again mm -hmm. because we have had boxers who have failed tests in the past. Obviously, fight now show. You know, it's, you can't sort of skirt that fact. But they've all served time for mistakes they've made. Yeah. Jarrell Miller is happening May, June of last year and he'll probably be fighting very shortly. You know, so who know you know, if it would have come out and said look he's serving a two year suspension, mm -hmm. maybe then people may be understanding. There's a lot of different views in this, in boxing, especially in sport in general. A lot of people think if you fail once you should be banned forever. Mm -hmm. Um but you know it's it's, it's complicated. It's but I think with with, with Jarrell you know, let's see. Let's see what what happens with him. I think the key in that in that instance was that he didn't really serve any time for what he did. Mm -hmm. I'm getting the you hear Anthony Joshua. He still, I think he still wants to fight Jarrell, doesn't he? Arthur? He really wanted to fight yeah. Jarrell Miller as well at yeah, first. Like, like he yeah. had that, you know, like you saw it with him when he was at the press conference. He wanted to get in there and smash him up. Everything he said, everything it triggered AJ, mm -hmm. and that's also probably part of the fact of what happened in the Ruiz fight because he wasn't as up for that as he mm -hmm. was for fighting Jarrell Miller. Um, not that he, again, not that he make excuses, but not taking him you know, in for man. No, no, yeah, not yeah. not at all. But that's partly in his head. You know, when he fought, when he was going to fight Jarrell Miller, he was so pumped for it, obviously. Um, but yeah, maybe down the line again, you got to see what what happens with Jarrell, see who he fights next. I'm not sure when he's back out. I know they've announced they've signed him. I'm yeah, not sure yeah. when he's fighting though. I know we dig at Eddie on Instagram, but I'm not into clout chasing and that, so I won't go into that. He just called Eddie a fraud on his Instagram. Who did? Jarrell Miller. Did he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Called Eddie a fraud. But I'll speak to Eddie about that one. <laughs> you left you out there, so don't worry about it. I'm alright, I'm you know, fine then, you can say whatever you want to bad. No, I just you mentioned Dillian White. Eddie said to me Dillian White and yeah. Vivekin yeah. and Yusik Chisora, are they going to be on the same card? 
No. No, different no. cards. Different cards if they. Yep. So that be March 28th? Work it like I say, all those dates at the minute, all the schedule, UK, US, working through over the weekend to try and put together a full plan, you know, of, of packed content for the next three, four months. Can the fans expect like an announcement on dates shortly? Yeah, very soon, very soon. We're working to get through it all. Uh, I think in the next week to two weeks. Like I say, over this weekend we've got lots of, lots of meetings going on, um, lots of talks going on, so we're working through everything and I think you know, hopefully very soon we can get some more details out. I know you're a busy, busy man. I mean, I've seen your Twitter. Your twi all your tweets are just plain. I just US get abused flag. for that, though. US flag. I get flag. abused for that. Do they you? say, we don't care about where you are. So I'm like, just unfollow me. Yeah, exactly, don't follow me. It's the only thing I do. It's travel. It's the only thing I can talk about. <laughs> just get on planes every day, so. <laughs> How many air miles you got? Uh, you must have probably a million. million. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's... Uh, it's good fun. Could you give somebody else air miles to get no, them? No, I've tried no. it. Have you tried it? Yeah, no, I, I have to book. It. See, like when Emily flies, when my missus flies me, I have to book her flights. Can't even use my air miles. Yeah, it's a bit of a nightmare. That was a nightmare. I was going to ask. That's why, that's why I'd rather she didn't come to too many shows. It's bloody expensive. <laughs> so, no, it's a it's a good year. It's exciting. You know, we had a big year last year. Mm -hmm. I think we ended on 40, 40 shows we promoted, forty four with co promotions. So and you've got there's one Spain coming up this year as well. Yeah, we're Germany. doing a few shows in Spain, yeah. working closely on Germany now. So it's very exciting. We've got a lot coming up, a lot of new things. You know, working on keep developing what we're doing in the UK and the US as well. So you know, it's uh, last year was a big transition period because we went from twenty eighteen doing twenty shows a year, maybe eighteen, to forty odd shows and trying to put together a team of people at the same time, trying to set up offices, trying to, you know, everything that went into it. Mm. I think this year, I feel there'll be a real improvement on every, you know, across all levels, across all of our output, of course, our content we put out across, you know, the team of people we brought in. I think I feel like everyone's bedding together really well and it's going to be an exciting year. Finally, before I let you go and get some lunch or do some meetings or send some emails or whatever the heck you do, because you're I don't know what man. I do. <laughs> Tyson Fury Wilder is happening in a couple yeah. of weeks time, I mean great, again we spoke about the heavyweight division and how yeah, exciting yeah. it is, I mean this fight here is exciting fans left right and centre because mm. obviously what happened in the, uh, the first fight. I'm looking, I'm going to it. Are you going to it? Yeah. I'll see you there, I'll see you there. Just quickly get your thoughts on that fight itself and uh, everything with Wilder and Fury too. What's your thoughts? Yeah, great fight, uh, very much looking forward to it. Um, I think that it's a very close fight mm -hmm. as we saw in the first fight. I thought Tyson Fury should have won the first fight. Obviously, since then he had the had a few fights. The last fight against Otto Wallin, Otto Wallin yeah, yeah. he didn't look, or he was tested more than people cut, thought yeah, he would. Yeah. He would. He could have been um, in that fight. So it's going to be interesting to see how he comes back from that. Deontay Wilder, as always, is dangerous from the first second to the 36 minute. You know, so which would be the 100, 1060. I don't know. Yeah. Second. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to. I'll let you uh, make up that you know what it was. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't got a clue. <laughs> um, yeah. So exciting fight. I don't know which way it's going to go. I spoke about it the other day with um, where was I? I was in New York. I did an interview. Someone asked about it. I said, obviously, the Tyson Fury fight is huge in the UK for Anthony Joshua so if he wins the fight. But globally, Deontay Wilder is a bigger fight, I believe. But I hope Tyson Fury, as a fellow Brit, goes out there and does does the business. Is that a fight you're hoping to get? If all the mandatories out of the way for Joshua, the winner of Wilder Fury? I know that I said last week. I think that would be a great yeah. fight, but it's, uh, there's a lot of, you know, hopefully we can make it happen. Obviously, Joshua, you know, once we get everything done, we'll be fighting Pulev, it looks like, in it, in it later this year. Um, and yeah, it's definitely a fight he wants. He wants to fight the biggest fights out there. So let's see what happens. They're supposed to be having a trilogy. But if it's not a very good fight, or if one of them just goes don't fancy, who knows? Mm -hmm. So let's see what happens. Lots can change. Everything seems to change in this business within days. Well, so. 
in the boxing there's been no how things yeah. change like that yeah. do you know when I mean? you think you've got a plan and it all changes so. exactly well, you've got a smile on your face so everything seems to be going to plan that's good that's good, week, that's good. We're, uh, yeah, we're in a good place Keep. It's, uh, lots of challenges this year but it's going to be fun definitely well Frank as always thanks, thanks for the see you, mate. you too my friend and uh, catch up with you soon cheers thanks, mate thanks Frank